We've been married for 10 years, but to be honest, our first couple of years were kind of rough. I mean, we barely made it through the honeymoon. These days, everyone wants to reach relationship goals, but very few people really know what it takes. We've passed the 10-year milestone in our marriage, but we're still learning. So whether you're thinking about getting married, engaged to be married, or happily or unhappily married, we want to invite you into our conversation to hear what we've learned in our journey and how we keep love in the middle. All right, welcome to the seventh episode of Love in the Middle. My name is Laban Reeves. I'm Charity Reeves. And this is a podcast where we talk about relationships, dating, marriage, and everything in between. We want to get into it. And so this episode, we're going to continue our conversation where we started last time. It's called Relationship Survival Guide. And so we had uh, five things that we felt were very, very important, very important to uh, a relationship surviving. And the context of it is really, you know, how we've been able to survive through a quarantine, through COVID. You know, Charity and I were just talking about, hey, what are, what are like, what are the things that that helped us to thrive in this season? And so we started to talk about that. And we said, you know, hey, all these things that we're talking about, they're essentially just not just getting through COVID. It's, it definitely helped us through the quarantine, but in a relationship in general, whether you're engaged, whether you're dating, whether you're married, whether you're married on the brink of divorce, uh, we definitely feel like these uh, five things are essential, essential to making a relationship work and not just work, but uh, survive and be sustained and even thrive. And so uh, we started off last time and let's say we can do a quick recap over the first three things. Um, I don't know. What was the first one? Was it quality time? Yeah, no, I think we started with communication. Oh, yes. The biggie communication. That's like number one. Foundation. Like foundational. It's just like you need if you don't have that, then you almost have nothing. And so I so we did what communication. Then we did uh, quality time. Quality time. That oh, was I the, like that one. Yeah. I like the conversation about quality. Well, time. you like quality time because that's one of your um, that's one of your love languages. Is it? That is definitely. Was that the- that is definitely what are your oh, one of them. Okay, because oh, yeah. no, we <laughs> talked probably... about no, we talked about it yesterday, and I was like, wait, was that on there? Yeah. Was so it... now we got to do a whole episode about the five love languages. Oh yes, that's, that's a from good a book. book. Gary Chapman. Oh, is you, it? I was like, who's the author? Gary Chapman. And you totally remember the author. <laughs> I did. I'm sure you do because you almost burned my book. <laughs> literally with, with real flames. Why are you tell it? Why are you saying that? Because like, I want them to listen that to that episode where we recorded. <laughs> I didn't burn the book. You had a real flame, didn't you, towards the book pages? <laughs> I burned a couple of pages. Okay, so that's... But I did not burn the book. Oh, she didn't burn the entire book. I did not burn she the entire book. She just started burning the entire book. <laughs> and somehow came back to us. It's just... <laughs> Five love on. languages. Moving Listen, on. <laughs> when that episode comes out, y'all check it out, because I'm going to tell the whole story. I'd love to hear from your perspective, because I don't remember much of it. I'm telling you my perspective right now. You burned the book. I did not burn the book. I, we were just sharing what our love languages are. Wow. And she just no, burned the book. No, don't even. That's not. Okay, you know what? Moving on. So then we have what? Look out for that episode. <laughs> Number three was common ground. Common ground. So we got communication, quality time, <laughs> and common ground. And, and you know, communication being the foundation of yes. everything. Man, if you don't got that, you don't got nothing. Yeah. Quality time it's just important, you know, especially in quarantine. We just learn how to, you know, not drift into, oh, well, we're watching the movie together every oh, yeah. night. We had a date tonight just before this. So, yes. Oh, yeah. You get an A plus for quality time. I do? Yeah. What did I do right? <laughs> well, you suggested that we order from one of our favorite restaurants. Can I say it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Ponte Bistro. Shout out to Ponte. Ponte Bistro Harlem. <laughs> Ah, uh, so you suggested that we... J- well, you're leaving tomorrow. You're taking... You're going to go visit your parents. Yeah, going and to so, Florida. I, th- I thought it was nice that you just suggested that, you know, we order from our favorite restaurant. We sit down. We just, you know, chatted. Of course, there was a movie involved because it just was so fun. That movie we was watching was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed... Not even just la- tonight. Like the last couple of days, you've just been intentional about spending some time intentional you intentional. got tell us did you hear that you gotta be intentional now i don't feel like i did anything super you know that qualifies for anything wow right? so i can't imagine what i'm it just would look living like. my life but i think what 
Charity's communicating is that I've learned to be more intentional and to initiate. And so it's not just quality time, but it's initiating, initiating the quality time, being intentional about it and making mm. sure that it's not passive quality time. Make sure that it's more active quality time. So quality time communication. And the third one was common ground, finding things that you both can get into. Absolutely. That you both enjoy. And I think, I don't know, I think we talked a little bit about this. You know, people first get together. It's a passion and there's an attraction there in the beginning but I think if you don't have things in common when that passion kind of wears down naturally a little bit that is as it does if you don't have anything in common you're looking like wait why what? like <laughs> what are, what are we talking what about what am I doing with this bozo <laughs> Church. It's like, what are we talking about? What was going on here? You know, and so, then the, the bad times seem really, really bad. Absolutely. Yeah. So that common ground takes you into the years, yeah, when you can continue to appreciate oh, yeah. a person and actually enjoy them and enjoy their personality, enjoy their company, enjoy them as a person. That that creates the long lasting years, the friendship um, that deepens. So common ground, don't discount that. Very important to have commonality. Don't discount that. So go back and listen to episode six if you missed it. That's a quick recap. Absolutely. A quick plug for episode six. And let's get into episode seven. You we know, got two I, more. Go, I oh, was, go ahead. I was thinking, right? So now since we've been doing this podcast, like now I pay attention. I don't know if you know, but I get like um, notifications on People Magazine. And I was talking about like. Hold on. Now because you're doing the podcast. No, I've People always Magazine had, no, started no, hitting you up. That's I've, awesome. No, I've always got notifications of People Magazine. But, you know, when celebrities get divorced, they, they're like the first one of the first to report it. Right. Along oh, with TMZ. Okay. But um, so now now we're doing this podcast. I, I was wondering like, hmm, like what? Why did they get divorced? Like, what was it? And I, I think like if, you know, it chalks down to some of the things that the basics of what we've been talking about, mm. um, just these five things. And then even some of our previous podcast, um, we talked about boundaries and expectations a little bit, yeah. which is super important. So now I see, I don't, I don't know if you know, but Zoe Kravitz, um, her and her husband just got divorced. They've been married for 18 months. Yeah, I'm assuming that's some kind of relationship to Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, that's, okay. his, that's his daughter, I believe. Okay. Um, and who's she married to? I don't know. Okay. I just know Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> okay. The husband um, of Zoe Kravitz. The husband of sorry. Zoe sorry. Kravitz and the husband of and Zoe the husband Kravitz. Of Zoe Kravitz. <laughs> so they were married for 18 months. But it was 18 interesting. months or 18 years? They were married for 18 months. Wow. Pretty, 18 months. Yeah. But they were dating before. For how long? So I think like a couple of years. Okay. So now I think it's sad because I think people can look back and be like, see, look, they got mad. They were doing fine and they got married. And it fell apart. I'm like, oh, were they doing fine though? Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's, there's times in our 18, in our first 18 months where we could have looked at each other absolutely. and been like, what the heck did we just do? Our, our this called us our, off. Our, Irre- irreconcilable differences. Our honeymoon. Like, <laughs> our honeymoon. That, that the almost, honeymoon from hell. We, we never talked about that, have we? No, we no. got to get to 10,000 subscribers. <laughs> 100,000. I can't remember the number. You A lot just, of subscribers. You just throwing it up there. Um, but, but it can happen. Listen, people can subscribe. Listen, what Charity's also saying right now is tag your favorite celebrity. Like, tag your favorite celebrity <laughs> who just know. got married. <laughs> well, and, and let them know, like, hey, this is a this is for you. Like, we really... Listen. It our, doesn't have to I be... I always say listen. Yeah. So I'm going to try to stop saying listen. Why? But our goal is really to help people have, like, sustainable relationships that turn mm. into marriage, that turn into years and years and years of marriage that don't turn into divorce. Mm. That's why we're doing this. Like, that's totally why we're doing this. And Absolutely. If you're dating, you more than likely have a desire to be married. And some people are dating... And they're afraid of marriage. But this is why I think that that happens. Like, who, Miley Cyrus is also one, right? Like her and I you forgot. just know everybody's business. <laughs> but I think you know. I think there's there's this narrative that oh, when you're dating, it's fine, and then marriage ruins it. And it's like mm. no, 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 no. It has nothing to do with marriage. It's not the you actually sitting down and getting married that ruined anything. It's a foundation of your relationship. Something is wrong foundationally yeah. because getting married shouldn't change. Shouldn't change much of, you know what I'm saying? It changes, of course. But like if you got married and all of a sudden you broke up, then I'd have to say, maybe you should have been dating to begin with. There were probably some red <laughs> There was probably flags, some red flags. Red flags. Some begin, or yellow fra- flags. Yeah. And now you got married yes, yeah. and those yellow flags all of a sudden become abnormal right it's like oh well this shouldn't be happening or we shouldn't have these issues or there's lots of people who feel like oh now that you got married everything should just work together all of a sudden well i think part of what happens too is like 
people okay so we always talk about red flags yellow flags so when this comes up just so you know if you haven't listened to the previous episodes red flags are things that you know when you see happen in a relationship before it gets to marriage you get out the relationship it's yeah. a red flags you get out those red flags are Exit. like hmm yeah, no it's not hmm it's like peace like <laughs> you should this is not good and then you're sitting there like well maybe this will work out no 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 leave no now. <laughs> a red flag is never don't don't try to transform red flags into if it's red it's red right and then <laughs> there's also about yellow then we talk about yellow flags and yellow flags are Things that you see where it's, okay, it's not necessarily, you know, a deal breaker, but you need to proceed with caution. Like mm. yellow tape, you know, proceed with caution. Keep keep it moving or maybe pause it to evaluate. Mm. Um, and, when, you know, I think we need to just kind of maybe do an episode that's maybe just about red flags and yellow flags so people have a sense of what that is. And I think we can even make a, maybe make it something that you can, you know, download as once we get our website up, which is going up. I've been working hard on this website, have, so it's going to be going up. Like- uh, like a it's gonna be love in the middle dot show. That's gonna be the uh, the the URL. But um, we'll put some tools up there for you guys. But that's what we, we, what we mean when we say red flag and yellow flag. And so I think, yeah, to your point, I think that in the celebrity world, especially, I think uh, when there's those short marriages, it's like you're right. I think I agree with you. I think it's like, oh yeah, these were yellow flags that we kind of maybe breeze past mm-hmm. and now they're turning into they turn into red flags because i don't know how to handle it i don't know what to deal with it or maybe they, they were. probably are still yellow flags that you think are red flags yeah because <laughs> once you get married then it's like you want to be you want to be treated differently absolutely and i think even expectations might change when you get married because now i'm wife i'm husband you get the title and all of a sudden it's together. like wait we're married now so you should be doing this and they're like whoa 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 yeah. <laughs> like hold up and if those things weren't talked about previously or having different understandings, I think that's I think that's the danger sometimes when you're you're you're, you're dating, especially when you're living together and dating. Yeah. It can start to muddle things a little bit and then you get married. And it's like if you don't have someone to help you. We talked about this having good counsel. Yes. Um, that's Ooh, super that's important. A, that's a whole episode, too. I know. Yeah. So what does anyway, good counsel look like? <laughs> uh, so, so let's get in. So I was just kind of saying that since I'm just wondering now, like these things I'm, I'm i'm just hoping that people will just kind of understand how important they are and yeah. begin to focus on making them you know strong foundational parts of their relationships absolutely so yeah, tag so. someone tag someone that you yeah. know might benefit from some good relationship advice some good good relationship advice <laughs> but people so who've been through it That's- not people who just talking about it <laughs> this is not this is not the um the clubhouse of of stop of, of <laughs> People on clubhouses be talking. And it's like, and then you look at their credentials and then you realize they don't really have like, any. I've been in it for two months. So now I'm an expert to tell yeah, you about I'm stuff. like, everybody got a thing Stop. now. Yeah, so, like yeah. we've been married for 11 years now. We've and we still, it. we still make sure that still, we have people who are help guiding us, yeah. you know? So we're, And we're still learning. And we're still learning. And we're still learning. We're just talking about some stuff early. We actually had two dates today. Did we? Oh, we had a yes. date night and a date day. Yes, we and did. I initiated both of them. You did. Actually, I'm taking no. my credit now. No, I initiated the first one. Well, you actually you did. Actually, I was like, you're yeah. Right, you're right. You're right. right. You're right. I thought about <laughs> it. I, let me give you your credit. Uh, so, yes. I'm trying to just take it now. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So right. we have two more. Two more. So which one you jump jump into first? I think finding space. So number four out of the relationship survival guide. Now I think our whole podcast is like a relationship survival guide. Mm-hmm. Like you just take all the episodes. Like that we have done and that we will do. Like this is how to survive a relationship. This is how we've got to where we are. Yeah. But in terms of just some key, like some essential things. Foundational. Foundational things. things. Number four, find personal space. Ooh, that's a biggie. Especially that's hard in New York City. In New York City, <laughs> in the quarantine. We talked about how small our apartment is on episode six. So We're not going to go back through that again. I but can, if we could walk across our apartment six, ten seconds. Yes. Probably shorter. <laughs> <laughs> five seconds five seconds five seconds with the sprint <laughs> and so i think in the middle of quarantine we started like to feel like i i don't know about you i started feeling really stressed like every day and i think what well you had it you hit it well i didn't know you weren't saying anything yeah because you know what it was you're just angsty sometimes i don't sometimes when i'm str- yeah sometimes when i'm stressing out i don't know that it's stress and so i just get angsty or i just feel like this feeling of about to explode is nothing that I'm necessarily thinking is bothering me. So that's what was happening. I, I couldn't think of anything bothering me, but I felt like this pressure, this, this, I, you know, 
I, I felt like I just want to jump out of my skin. Mm. And I remember you saying to me, why don't you go take a walk? And I'm like, I don't want to go outside. I, gotta, <laughs> I didn't want to go outside because going outside is a whole process, which we talked about on episode six. Yeah. I keep plugging episode six. I think it was a good episode, but but it's a process for us just to get outside and then you got to wear the mask and I don't necessarily want to be outside. And, yeah. Uh, but I think what came out of that conversation for us was we need to, especially during these times of quarantine, we need to find and make sure that we're maintaining our personal space and, mm. you know, we're living on top of each other and we're always together like 24-7 these days. And it's just so critical that, especially for me, you know, that I have my, um, a place that I can go away to. Where is that, Laban, in quarantine? Oh, man, it, it can be in music. So sometimes, like I was about to say, because it's not physical. He's, listen, you're not talking about physical space. Sometimes you are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's probably more, more times not physical. So for me, it's like, no, it, and it's knowing yourself. And it's, I think that the whole idea is knowing the things that refresh you, knowing the things that you can get lost in, that if you start to do, you can just kind of get lost in it, mm. right? And it brings you joy, brings you fire, brings you passion, you know. And I'm not talking about some job or something, yeah. But I'm talking about things that are that are exciting to you, things that you're wired to do, things that that just open you up. And and like you know, if you started to do it, hours would pass, and then you would look up at the time, and it just felt like it was only a couple minutes. You didn't even realize it. And I think to to clarify, you're technically saying this is something that is individual, separate and apart yeah. from me. Yeah. And I think I think that's that's the point that we're making. It's like finding space is not just finding space in the house necessarily, but let me get finding, my corner. Yeah. This is mine. This is yours. But like, res- no, that's not what we're talking respecting about. Respecting that at the end of the day, we're still individuals, and I think I think sometimes when you think about being married or a relationship. You don't always have to do everything together, although we're aware of everything that we're doing, but like we don't always have to like be on each other or in each other's faces. You know what I'm saying? And so I think especially we're going to talk about the five love languages and understanding that quality time is is my love language so I can easily suffocate you. (laughs) (laughs) I can smother you. I would never say that. I would never say you that. You wouldn't say that, but like you have in a sense. Like you've never said how did that. I, how did I tell you that that you're trying to find space with me and I'm trying to find space away from you? It's just, <laughs> it's just something that you do that I kind of just like sense or whatever. And so you've never ever said, oh, Charity, actually, you did say that to me once. Tell me the words. I can't remember what you said, though. <laughs> well, well, I did well, feel do some your kind best of way. enactment. Um... I can't don't remember what it Just was. Whatever comes to your I mind like right now, a, what would that sound like? Um, what would that sound like? Just make it up. I don't know why. Just impersonate word, me. I don't know why the no. It's not even your impersonation. It's the, just certain words. I just think I think nagging comes to mind. That word. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I know you're not saying that I'm nagging you, but I don't know why that word's popping into my mind. But I feel like you've said that to me recently. Have you said that? You no, know, we talked about the word nagging, but I wasn't saying, hey, you're nagging me. <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that. You have said that word to me before. As in, hey, you're nagging me? No. Oh, yeah. See, I it's like more that. passive. You're very like, nice about it. Um, but Say okay. It. So how The no. people want to hear you do a labored impersonation. <laughs> I'm really trying to pull it out of her for you guys. No. Just talk like me one time. No. I could laugh like you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. Nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's too funny um but no so uh, being serious i think there's times where i can easily smother you um but you've been very nice about it and very kind about it right where i can't necessarily i just sense that you just need your space only because you get a little nasty it's just kind of like <laughs> whoa, not whoa. nasty but like it's like not everybody wants to hear that no you get a little like snip you know, snippy. like snippy, short. like short. I'm short. You, yes. Yeah. You're a little short in your responses. Yeah. And I sense yeah. it like, oh, what was that for? You know, and you're not being like, sh- like Malicious rude. Or, yeah. But it's like, it's just a little shortness in your response. And I think us being married for so long, I sense it. Like, okay, so can you demonstrate that, that for people? So, uh, no, I can't really demonstrate it. I can't. I don't know what that feels, what yeah. that feels like. I- I'll tell you how it is. It, do- it is no eye contact. And it's kind of just 
One word answers. One word answers. Yes. Focusing on what I'm doing. And no, no eye contact at all. No, no, no conversation. Yes, yeah, it's, it's yeah, and it's just I clearly know. like you're bothering me right now, but I don't want to say anything, and I'm trying to be so patient with this conversation. <laughs> and it's like if I keep it short for her, she'll know that I can't be bothered right now. And so sometimes it can rope me into an argument because I'd be like, "Why you gotta talk to me like that? Why you gotta be like that?" Oh, yeah, I those <laughs> now I'm just like, okay. No, now you're like, like, you know, I just feel like you're being short with me, and I just don't understand why you have to. You know, if you can just you could just say what it is without without being short with me. Like I could tell you're getting annoyed at me, and I just don't you know I just don't like it when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, on the flip side though, and you probably don't realize that you do this too. You do the same thing. What's that? Like when I'm ready for my space, here you come. I feel like there's times where I'm you like, gotta demonstrate it. Nobody believes you if you don't demonstrate it. All right, I just demonstrated you. Okay, so, um, okay, so if I'm like, I feel like if I'm in the room, if I finally leave you alone, right, and you're in here for a while, I go in the room and I'm like, all right, let me just kind of do something else. You come in. If I'm on my phone, what are you doing? I'm just reading started. What are you reading? I'm reading this thing. Oh, what is that? And you lay down. You are looking like I'm like, like bro, like I'm in here trying to get my space now and here you come, you just ask me questions, you just want to know what I'm doing and just all up in here and so I get sometimes confused like he just wanted me to leave him alone, I walked away left him alone, now here he come because <laughs> <laughs> I'm done doing what I was doing ready to play now now you're trying to come into my space and I'm like now I'm, but that's what I'm she doing. does, you know, so when, I, when I'm in my zone and she senses it, she goes off into her zone but I knew that she wanted my attention and so when I finally come out of my zone, <laughs> I go to get her because I'm ready for whatever she Now he's to ready do. for me. And then she's and in I'm her like, zone. And then we go through this like cat and mouse game. And then you is you but here's I the thing annoyed. though. You'll get annoyed. <laughs> he you would not like you like, didn't you just say you wanted yeah. to watch me? Like, what are you doing? You just <laughs> you, you just said I just finished everything <laughs> that I was doing. <laughs> You know, I stopped everything I was doing. I put it to the side. And you said that this is what you wanted to do. You said you wanted to watch the movie. So let's just watch the movie. And I'm looking at you crazy. Like, I don't understand. I just left you alone. Now, now I can I can sense and I walk off with you. You're like going in. You were like, let's have this conversation now. We're going to talk about it. And I'm like, we're just different like that. You're just going straight into it. Now, let's spend time now. And if I don't no, want to spend- pull, you pull me all the way out. Of, I'm in my zone and you pull me no, all the way out of my you, zone. I left you alone. But after. After I left you alone. Then I leave you, you alone. the hole in my bubble. No, but you come back. <laughs> you can't come back like an hour later. Like. <laughs> I'm in my zone So it felt like it was two minutes It is so funny It's not two minutes But anyway So I think this whole thing about space Is is super important But I think it's also important That we have both found things That we both enjoy Yeah That is separate apart from each other So you were asking me You said What are the things You know How do I find space And so one of those things for me Is is music And you know I can go like You know I love music I'm a, a, a hip hop producer And you know uh, at one point in time, that was my career, and um, I came out of that world, but it's still very much a part of how I'm wired and, and what I enjoy. And mm. So um, I can come into our little office space, and I can turn on my speakers. Like yesterday, I just came in here, I turned it on, and I was gone. I was gone, and I was working on some stuff. I'm also, so another way that I get away is in uh, technical stuff. Mm, yeah. Uh, website building, uh, my, my radio control cars. Um, when I'm doing those things, I just, the world is gone. Beat making. When I'm making my beats, I got my music stuff up. I'm, I'm doing that. Um, when I'm editing the show, when I'm editing Love in the Middle podcast, mm. I am, I get in that in the zone. zone. Yeah. In sports. I feel like you have sports. more zones than me. That's probably I get so annoyed. Like, what are you doing now? Now he's at his car. Now I'm he's like, in, a, she goes now you're in the game. I, I can't do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think for not, me, not all sports, just just my my teams. I don't watch a whole lot of sports outside of my the teams I enjoy. Yeah. Purdue basketball, Purdue football. That's my college. Um, New York Giants. Those are the ones I I kind of have to watch. Mm. The basketball ones is it's kind of optional, um, but yeah. I think it's been harder for me, especially during the pandemic, because my zone is actually work. 
like I love to work. I like Your job, to, my job, 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 my job, job. That's my zone. Whatever job I'm in, it's like I I I I want to put a hundred percent into my job. And, and I'm like, they're not just, paying you now. And like, I'm like, stop. <laughs> I can't. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I just kind of get this thing done, even if I'm off the off hour. Like that's my zone. And so not having to go to work, um, I think especially this year has been hard for me, um, especially on my mental health. And you know, we can talk about that in another another time. Um, and so it's it's been very difficult um, with with finding space and finding finding my space separate and apart from my job, and then finding my space separate and apart from you. And that was huge for me, uh, especially during the quarantine, where I realized that I had made you like this mini little like centerpiece of my world, essentially, because I had nothing else. It was just kind of like, I'm not really working right now. So like, how can I help Laban? Like, what are you doing? What are you know, trying to put that energy of work into something and like so it's just kind of like oh like i can help with this thing i can help you know what i'm saying and just kind of feeling like oh what meanwhile is- i'm in my zone and you're in your zone and i'm like i'm starting to not in my mind think okay well now i can help you whatever it is that you're doing you know without saying those without words. saying those things <laughs> no, without saying without communicating well i didn't know you know i think there was a lot of self-awareness where realizing when you're married for 11 years something like being together for a long time exposes some things about yourself that when you're going to work and going normal normal day, you probably didn't notice. So I think like going to work and leaving, I didn't notice how much I depended on you to to be like for that for that um for that for that space. Like I, it was hard for me to find my own space separate apart from you. Not realizing that my mind, how I how I viewed you was was unhealthy. It wasn't necessarily a healthy thing. Um, and I think we both do it to how, some kind of degree. How did you view me that wasn't healthy? Well, I think people are going to hear that and I, I'm not sure that I, I know what it is because we talked about it mm-hmm. and we journeyed through that season. But can you break that down? Like, like, okay. So if you don't have your, if you're not finding space for yourself, you can easily find your space in the other person. Mm. And like what charity is sharing right now is that can be, uh, you can start to develop an unhealthy attachment. Attachment. Now that sounds weird. It sounds crazy because you're married. Yes. Right. And the two shall become one, and et cetera, et cetera. And so, what does that look like when there's an unhealthy attachment? I think you can probably see it easier when you're dating, right, than when oh, you're married. Because when you're, I think that was the problem. Because we're married, and it's just kind of like, oh, we're married. And so it is what it is. You don't really notice that you may have an unhealthy attachment to your spouse. This sounds crazy. But if you're dating, right? And then you just, you can't be without that person, right? And you just have to call them. And you have to speak to them all the time. And you have to see what they're doing. And it's just a constant just pulling or tugging Isn't to that just one. falling in love though? No. Yes and no. You know, it's just like... If you don't have that, if that doesn't, if you don't have that attack, that connection to that person. Okay. So let's say you call that person, right? And they don't answer the phone. If you just get so sad and so detached and you don't know what to do yourself because you didn't speak to them, that's unhealthy, right? What? As opposed to just missing the person. Okay. Right. And so I hope I'm explaining it. So you're, the- you're focusing more on the, uh, what I'm hearing you say is it's more about how you respond. Mm-hmm versus the desire so the desire it's healthy to have a desire to want to be with the person absolutely and want to spend a lot of time even maybe all day with that person what i'm hearing you say is what's unhealthy is when when you don't that's not, that's not a real thing yeah when you, you don't do that all day when you don't get that and you find yourself just detached from the world or detached from other things. You're just so sad. It's hard to focus. Or it's hard to fun- function and things like that. That's unhealthy. That's you're having an unhealthy. Um, you have an unhealthy attachment to a person. So like your, your person- lack of, your lack of that person causes you to. Um, I just had the word in my head. I just totally forgot what I was going to say. Mm. But your lack of that person. Um, basically kind of breaks you down. Absolutely. And and that's why I say, I think you can see it easier in dating. Mm-hmm. 
Um, because when you're dating someone, especially, I think, I think for me, I've done this before where it's just like that person becomes your everything. And in the movies, it sounds great. Oh my gosh, you're my everything. Yeah. I just love you. It starts to control you. It starts That's to what control I, those you. Those are the words. Yes. You're lacked. So when you have the person, it's like, oh yeah. But then when when they, when you, they go away for a day or two or, you know, when you're married or whatever, when mm-hmm. you're dating and it's like, it's maybe, you know, that person, you know, you don't see each other for a few days and you're... Your attachment to that person is in control of you. Mm. Meaning, I don't know how to function without that person. And you know what? It's that same desire that allows us to be in unhealthy relationships, red flag relationships, because you're yearning for that person to be so, to be your everything. So when there are red flags, you don't want to be lonely. Like, I don't want to be without this person because that'll be lonely. So you it's easier for you to, to look past certain things because it's like, oh, well, I really enjoy this person. I really like this person. It just becomes like this. I'm just this, in love. I'm just so in love. We blame, we, we, we blame it on love and really. And it's not love. It's, it's actually beyond. <laughs> it's beyond that. Like, um, it's I, I wish I can find the word for it. And maybe we'll probably talk about this another time. But it's not love. Whatever that is having a total dependency on someone. It, that's not the definition of love. And so I didn't realize it sounds weird, but it wasn't until the pandemic that I didn't I realized that I had developed an unhealthy um like you had become like the center of everything. And your 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 spouse is not supposed to be the center of your life. Yeah. Like there's only as, one person as a, as a believer, God is the center God of my life. God is the center, yeah. Right. So you So know, in other words, that person becomes God to you. Yeah, exactly. And you would never think it. Of course You would not, never say we're it. Married. We're just... You would like it, it, it. That would never even cross your mind. And if somebody looked at if somebody looked at our relationship, they wouldn't necessarily think, "Oh my gosh, they're having a." Because she just she just really yeah. loves her husband. It's because it's most of it is really internal, and you don't recognize it. I didn't recognize it until the need for space happened. It was like, oh my god. Well, what's wrong with me? What's what is? Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I'm, because, I'm, I'm just kind of putting words into your mouth. Because I'm just kind of like, he's doing something else. Now he's doing this, and now he's doing that, and I'm like, girl, go do your own thing. <laughs> 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 and uh, I just, just kind of being, I, I, I'm happy that we're kind of landing on this because um, I think I, I can only speak for women in our yearning to be in a relationship with someone, right? To be married. Or to not be single anymore. We have to be very careful that we're not allowing that person or the desire for that person to take over who we are, to take over our identity. Like that person can't become your everything. You know what I'm saying? Because because without you, then we're nothing if that person becomes everything. Ooh, that's so good. Say and that again. That, say that again. I can't say it oh again. It gosh. sounded great the first time. You can't allow that person, the other person, become your everything because then if that happens, that means without that person, then you're nothing. Yes. <sighs> and it wasn't until during um, the quarantine that I felt like God showed that to me. Wow. It was like you have allowed labor to become your everything. Mm. Whereas if we were going through our normal day and just whatever, I would have never have seen that. We I'd have like, regular yeah. opportunities to miss each other. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so it's normal for you. I haven't seen her all day. It, you know what I'm saying? It is just like, ah. So I think at the latter part, maybe later times in the month, then I was like, oh, well, what is it that I like? What do I want to do? And I had to deliberately just whenever I go think to myself, oh, I wonder what Laban, I'd be like, nope, let me just, what is it that I want to do? And I deliberate for me, I deliberately started spending more time in prayer and reading the word just to bring God back to the center of that. And it wasn't until I put God back where he belonged at mm. the center of everything. Then my love desires, in the middle, in the yeah, middle, love in the middle, <laughs> of course, then my desires started to open up. For writing, you know what I'm saying? For like, because now there's the things that I'm enjoying doing. Here, here's what I'm curious about. It's so interesting. Because before you got to that place where you started to desire those things for yourself, I feel like I was constantly saying, hey, well, why don't you go draw? Why don't you go write? Yeah. Why don't you go do the things you love to do? I think I felt like, and I might be wrong, but I, 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 I think I was trying to suggest like, hey, why don't you do these things? And for some reason, it didn't seem like you would take the bait. Because here's the thing, though, because when it wasn't you, it was my job. 
So when I didn't have the job anymore, like I literally fell apart. So it was equivalent as if I lost you. I think if I had lost you, that that probably would have happened. Like, oh, I probably would have lost my mind, right? And so, of course, and I think there's a, and with losing anything, there's a period of grief. Of course, I think that's a that's a natural and healthy part of of loss, right? But I think there's a there's a level to where it becomes unhealthy. Yeah. So when I when I wasn't working anymore. That loss was unhealthy. And I think we can both agree that how I, I handled that situation or what came out of that was like, oh, my goodness. What is wrong with my <laughs> That's life? An episode. What is going on with her right now? Right. Is I've lost a job before. I didn't respond that way. But this time, but this time around, it was, you know, I, I had an unhealthy response. It was it was all consuming. You I didn't was, lose it. You kind of, you, you know, it was, well, I you, lose you it. I, I walked away from it. But I think it was three weeks. Two or three weeks where I, I, I suffered from serious mental health. It's like, it was just serious. And it wasn't until I got over that. First, it was when I'm this understanding of your husband is not your everything. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, okay, well, I can try these things and so forth. Then I didn't have the job anymore. It was like, oh, my gosh. Now, my passions that I that naturally that come out, naturally on, a daily come out on a daily basis. Now I'm like, I want to draw. Now I want to write stories of, I've been wanting to write for the longest, write my stories. They're coming a lot easier to me, having my space and enjoying my space and honoring my space. Yeah. Right? I think so, that's good. You got to honor, honor your the space. fact that God has put, it, put things inside of you that are unique to you and that give you life. Absolutely. They're life-giving things, things that give you life when you do them. You have to know that about yourself. And I think so many people, uh, and I, cause I think we can get into this fifth one because it kind of ties into yeah. what we're talking about as it relates to finding that personal space. So you got to find space for yourself, but you also have to take care. So number five is self-care. Absolutely. And I think that... That's a good segue. That, that knowing knowing yourself in that way is is part of beginning the beginning of self-care. Is how can you take care of yourself if you don't know yourself? And I think... So I think knowing what those passions and those things that are that fill you up and bring you joy that you just enjoy doing. Uh, and some people will probably sit back and say, well, I don't know what I like doing. Then well, you need space. <laughs> I, well, yeah, you need. <laughs> if you don't That's know, the... then then we talking to you. Like, <laughs> you need to honor your space. Right. It's just move away. And it's OK. Your spouse is going to still be there. They're not going anywhere. Well, but oh, no, they, you know, so some people are insecure and then you, you go away and then they just, you know, they yeah. might be struggling with that thing, too. Yeah. And then they lose it. Like, Both oh. encourage each other. Like, listen, we're going to honor each other's space. Right. Yeah. You go your space. I'm going to find mine. And then, you know, because I think what's beautiful is that like when we both, I like that saying honor each other's space, mm. when we honor our space and honor our individuality, when we come together, oh my gosh, we're stronger together. Yeah. It's like, oh, you know, it's, and it's not like we went away far from each other. Yeah. It's not necessarily that. But. And that's the thing too. So if you're, if you're in a place in your relationship where it's starting to drain you, mm. maybe you just need to find, like find your space and not just, just disappearing, but it's more communicating like, hey, you know. Um, I'm going to start spending some time doing some things I enjoy doing. Yeah, we are not saying go and take a month vacation from your spouse. That is not what we're saying when we say find your space. <laughs> and even if you're not married, like, like you know, you still want to practice. Practice number one, which is communication, mm -hmm. right? And and part of the communication thing, just to kind of go back, and I don't think we talked about this on, on episode six, but part of the communication piece is really understanding that any pretty much anything can be talked about. Yeah. Anything. You know, and I think sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm not going to talk about that because I don't want to make them feel. No, it's like, no, no. We can talk about it and we're going to talk about it. I'm just going to share because yeah. I'm, I'm learning to communicate what's on my mind. Because when you become, when you get married and you become one, like that's important. And, and I think a lot of marriages suffer because things are happening. Because whether or not you communicate it yeah. doesn't mean it's not happening. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so That's so, so you can keep it to yourself all you want to. That doesn't change the fact that it's happening, and I think the fact that it's still happening, anyways, communicating it makes it that much more um, simple to do. And so, um, yeah, so I want to get a, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that gets into self care, self -care. definitely. Uh, so self care, definitely part of that is knowing your passions and knowing what brings you life and being able to do those things. Those things do not have to bring you money. 
there's been this this thing yes. that the world has sold you that oh your your passion should be your job and everybody's not in that place like some people get to that place most people never get to that Absolutely. place so don't feel like that has to happen and don't feel like it's not a it's not a real thing if it's not bringing you money hobbies are good i race radio control cars i haven't been in a real race but i go outside and i drive these things they're fast and they're fun it's fun i get lost <laughs> in it and that's all it is there's no money attached to it now me i'm an entrepreneur and so i'm trying to figure out ways to bring some dollars in from it but right now it's just it's i just do it just for the, yeah. the thrill and and that's important but what are some other ways outside of like those passion things to uh we can talk about uh that lends itself to how people should be mindful of taking care of themselves when they're in a relationship and that begins it i believe it starts before you get in a relationship so if you're single right now you're in the right place <laughs> like start find out who you are and start really um, making sure that you're taking care of yourself. But what are some things that you would say are important in terms of self-care charity? I think, um, I think for me, um, as far as self-care goes, I think we may differ a little bit as, as, um, as far as self-care in some, in some way, shape, in some ways. Right. Because when you're talking, we've been married for what? 11 years now. Mm -hmm. We're about to be 12 years in April. Whoop, whoop. Right, um, you can begin to get really comfortable with with without the self care. Right, it, it's it's one of those things, especially when you have kids in the mix and so forth. Um, especially when you have kids in the mix, mm. that self care can go out the window very very quickly. And just the basics of even if it's just eating, getting a good night's rest, um, taking a walk, reading a book, or honoring your space, things like that. Um, you know, making sure that you're, you know, you're, you're, you dressed up and taking, you don't have to be dressed up necessarily, but just, um, taking care of yourself, taking care of yourself mentally. Um, I think for us, um, now I think it's important that we talk about this, right? When we talk about, um, self-care because, um, I, I want to know for you, how important is, um, how important is image necessarily or how someone looks the further one gets into a marriage like how important is that for you oh, <laughs> and going, i went there going there i went there i couldn't help it are you going there oh boy i could not help it i so could all the guys that are listening are probably like i want i want to get your honest don't lie, feedback bro don't lie bro i want to get you i want don't you lie. to tell her how it be is real bro. be real <laughs> because honestly this came up for us in our relationship and it was so funny because uh, we ran into a situation. I'm saying we ran into a situation, but we came up with the situation where you started getting very frustrated with how I was dressing, right? <laughs> Can I say that? Is it okay? Can I? Say, is uh, it okay if I went there? You got to give a little bit more context. I'm, well, I am going to give some I'm, context. I'm struggling even really following you right okay, now. Okay, so there was a time. You don't do this now, but there was a time where you were like, "Honey." Why don't you just like you can put on some heels? Okay, yeah, yeah. You can. What I say? Like I'm talking about just the the image of it. I'm not yeah. saying necessarily I was just looking crazy. I don't know if I was maybe, but you were very vocal about like after some, what I like, what you like what after like, some yeah. years, a couple of years in, you were like, hey, why don't you just do this? Put on. I know one of them was like heels and dresses and you love like the whole dress idea and things like that. And you were like, well, why don't you do these things? And then I had to tell you, I'm like, I never did those things. And you really had to pause and think about it. Like looking back in our relationship, when we first started like meeting each other, I never wore dresses. I didn't wear heels. Like I didn't wear those things when we went out to dates and so forth. You really thought about it. You were like, Oh, I guess you're right. So I think you were a little blinded a little bit, just like by the love and just how much you love me that maybe you didn't see that. But I don't know. Like, how important is that for you? Because I, I didn't. Do you remember that? Yeah, no, no, no. That's good. <laughs> that's I, I think that's funny. good. Yeah, I know. I, 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 totally rem I totally remember. You know, and I think, um, well, that it's not that you never did it. You probably didn't really do it when I, we were dating. I didn't but when we got that. married, you know, like from the wedding on, you know, you had a, you know, dresses and heels that you would wear when we would go out, and but then we would be out, and then you would take off the heels, you know, then put on, you know, and 
you know, we had to, went through the whole comfort thing. And then you just stop wearing them all together. <laughs> and I think that's kind of when that kind of started happening for me. It's like, dang, you don't do it anymore. So there was a season when you did do them, mm -hmm. you know, when we go out on dates and things of that nature. But, okay, but so, hold on. So, you so, have to remember, though, right? Because you miss is not something that you probably forgot. So I'd have them when we go out on dates. But then I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. Mm. And my joints started hurting a lot. And so there was a season where I just stopped, like just bearing the pain of it. So you may have forgotten that piece of it, but I clearly remember yeah. like, oh no, like knees was hurting. Well, well, was, so, like, really so, the, <laughs> so the way it kind of resonated to me was I like, I really enjoyed seeing you wearing those things. And, and listen, like these things shouldn't matter. Right. Like, let me just say that. Cause yeah. I know there's some guys who'll be out there who oh, he's such a, you know, you know, and I would never have, I, I see these things in Twitter comments, right? I see some, sometimes where a guy will make a comment about, you know, I, I can't remember who it was, but some guy uh, made a comment about, you know, if you want to keep your man, smile more and, you know, wear nice things around the house. Something that that will say like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you said that to me, I'd die. No, no. So, <laughs> like, so we, we laugh at it. But there were people that were going in on the comments and it was other men that was like, you know, you're the kind of guy I would tell my daughter not. But, I, you know, and so I get where I get both sides. I mm -hmm. get the men who are like, you know, who were upset with him for saying something like that. And the women who were upset with him for saying something like that. And at the same time, I understood where he was coming from. Mm -hmm. And I think he didn't really express himself where, if he's coming from where I think he was coming from. You and hope. I think, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it wasn't from a place of, hey, you're supposed to be my little trophy all the time or mm. something something of that nature. But more from a place of, hey, I just, like for me, I'll just speak for myself. I can't speak for dude. I don't know who he was. I can't even remember his name. So it don't matter. But <laughs> um, for me, it was, I really enjoy seeing you in these things. And and I'll even go a step, a step further and say, those are things that are turn-ons, you know, or, or, or whatnot. And so it was, in my mind, it was like, you know, just wanting to just wanting you to dress up more and just, and just things of that nature right mm -hmm. and so your question is how important is that yeah and i think it just and i, have I, to say, I don't know how would, to answer that question i, I think i think every relationship is different every relationship is different but i have to say like even when i did do that it was rare that i did it because even it was when, when we went out it was only when we went but out but it wasn't always when we went out well it, but it would only happen when we went out yeah but it was but even when we went out i would think it was probably 50 percent of the times because a lot of times yeah, that's fair i still like rock a sneaker and a, and a shirt i put on a nice shirt you remember my shirts were like the same shirt in different colors but not a sneaker you put on like shirts and like i did i used to wear sketchers all sketchers, the time okay and you hated them oh, man, you I were like oh i hate those sketches and i go to the sketcher store like oh i'm gonna get me some new sketchers and you hated them <laughs> yeah so to answer your question though i think i think like early on in a marriage it's like almost everything starts like matters really right i think you know and i'm, no, I'm not saying that that's it interesting does. I'm, I'm just everything feels like it matters uh-huh no like speak the truth no, I, honest, I, I'm, I'm speaking it i'm, I'm speaking not... it early on in the marriage and you probably could even say this from a woman's standpoint like just so many things just matter you know you care about everything and you know you you know you get into conversations about things that we look back 10 years later mm -hmm. and you're like that was just so trivial and why was I bugging out? Give me an example. Argue about. Like, okay, but like you're wearing dresses. Like, I still would love to see you in a dress. But you see, I'm really angry. You did. It, you did. You get like, honey, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. I'm like, I'm caught speechless. But you did get angry. I, I guess so. I guess not I got like, really I'm angry. not saying angry like you're like, ah, I'm so angry. But it was, I'm not saying angry. It was, you used to get frustrated. I was frustrated. Feeling like, yeah. Honey, you know what I'm saying? Like what? It, and it, I don't know, know if it was it just a like? matter of like, oh my gosh, is it now that I'm married that she's that's just going to be feels. comfortable? But I was that's like, a, that's but I was exactly always comfortable. So I, that's what's it, confusing for me. It starts to feel like, oh, we're married now and you don't care anymore. But and that, That's how part, it feels. The part that was confusing to me was like, but this is how I always dress. Yeah, I don't know. I think there's a, there's a, there, to you, right? And the way I'm looking at it is, yeah, but what about the times when you did do it? So to go from, to you it's 50%. To me, it's, it went to 0%. You see what I'm saying? So regardless of mm -hmm. whether or not you did it all the time or not, it didn't matter. It was the fact that you would do it. 
and and so it's almost like in the processing of it well you know this is something i like and you're not even willing to do it that's kind of how it feels oh. it feels to put it into words it made me feel at that time i mean we're in a different space now but I, I just it made have, you feel like I got you. I just feel like people like, gonna be in the comments on this one, but it's okay. Let them be in the comments. I we, married we, her. We are, and she's got me. We are where we are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it felt like it just kind of feels like wow, like you know. Um, I I think as you grow in your marriage, and as the years and the time that that you're in, the length of time that you're in the marriage or the relationship. Um, as that time increases, I think you have to be more intentional about keeping it fresh. Yeah, but I think you also need a balance between keeping it fresh and um, managing unmet expectations. Yeah, so... I think there's a balance so, with that because I think you, you said something very profound, which I think... Oh, I did? Uh, you did. We were like, you know, before we got married, it was this... But then after we got married, it was it was this. And I think we sometimes get we unknowingly get are afraid when we get married. Like, oh, man. Right. Like everybody. That's, feels what, that's this. what everybody's afraid of. Everybody's afraid of whatever they think is going to happen in marriage, that they're going to get trapped. That it's going to. So I think you naturally start looking for those things that probably are really even there, you know, or maybe they are, but not they're not as big as you as you you make it to be in your mind so it's like oh my gosh so we got married and is she gonna turn into this now right and am i gonna be stuck with this forever and then you start seeing things <laughs> at least i see things and start like, to look like yellow flags and you're like oh my god it's happening <laughs> oh my god it's happening she don't dress up for me anymore but i think that's she what, doesn't care anymore she's not trying to turn yeah. me on she's not doing this she's not doing that oh she was trying so hard and exactly now she, you know and but it, i think that's the marriage trap yeah. right where where well, i think people it's, it, it, the, feels the, it feels like, the marriage like the marriage trap. well i think people they get married and it's like oh like we were just talking about zoe kravitz getting divorced after 18 months like how much of it is that where it's like oh my gosh it's all this fear and these unmet expectations in your mind or new expectations because we had some of that in our in our relationship as well it's like oh well now that I'm married and now that I'm your wife they, these are certain expect now you do these things and I think those naturally come up where something shifts in your mind when you, you now you get married it's like oh so now that's what this means not necessarily. And kind of, kind of, you have to find that balance and 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 yeah. avoid those things. I, I so just, I think self care, going back to self care, because yeah. we're like, you know, it is important to keep things fresh, but it is also important to manage those those the expectations of what that what that really means. Yeah, I, I think the goal is 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 you know some I hear I hear it said you know, um, date your wife, mm. right? And I think dating your wife is not just hey let's have a date night. But it's do the same things and it doesn't have to always look the same, like wear the dress and the high heels, but the pursuit, right? And I think that the trap part of it that everybody's afraid of is the pursuit gets lost. The pursuit gets, I, I guess so. But I think like, like for me, like, like, from like my as you, as you grow in the years of your relationship and your marriage, continue to pursue the other person. I think that's important. I think that's where the self-care comes in because when I'm pursuing you, I there's certain things I do for myself. Mm -hmm. But I think that's where we we differed a little bit, okay. right? Because for me, just per, I can't speak for other women, but for me, like I I don't want to play the same games when I was dating with my husband when I married. Like, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? And not necessarily I'm playing games, but it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to dance and twirl and do all these things to show you that like, I'm, I'm you know, interested. I'm, hey, I'm but not just material. that, but like, yeah, like you start to do, it's <laughs> Hey, kinda, are we going to do this or what? Yeah. And it just becomes kind <laughs> Look of, what I wore today. like, I don't necessarily, like if I'm walking down the street and I'm, I don't, I want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable with my spouse. I want to feel, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to feel like I have to do something for my husband to respond and that may be right and which is not the, that which may is be true. a little you know what i'm saying well, no, in my true. mind i'm like you're my husband i don't like you yeah. know what i'm saying and i think that was that's it was fair. hard for me in the beginning because it was like oh charity these things are kind of like important to me and i'm like listen you're my husband i love you as you are 
I want you to love me as I am, whether I'm wearing heels or sneakers. And I think I was fighting for that. Like, I don't want to wear heels. It's uncomfortable. So in my mind, I'm like, if you love me, like, love me while I'm comfortable. You know what I'm saying? Like, why do I have to put on heels for my husband to still be? And I was fighting that back. I don't know. There might be. I don't know if there's time for us to kind of delve into that. But that was the battle for me. I'm like, I I'm come from this dating life where it's like you got to do all this tap dancing for dudes and all this kind of stuff. And then you got to and then they like whatever. I think that's why a lot of people get divorced. And then because it stops and then it's like. But it's not. But here's the thing, though. And so for me, and that's why I say like. If you really thought about it, I really wasn't doing that. Yeah, but I'm saying, a, we just a, talk, let's keep it general. You know what I'm saying? Because I think I think it, we could talk about the specific thing. In my eyes, you were. And that's how people <laughs> see it. Like, whether or not you say it was or wasn't, like, in my eyes. But, do, but that's what I'm saying. Don't you think it was that because you were, like, I could walk outside in jeans right now, jeans and sneakers. And I guarantee you, like, on a, on a normal date, there's, like, five dudes. It's like, hey, ma. You know what I'm saying? And if you get into a relationship with that dude, all of a sudden it's like, you're not wearing those jeans. Like you, I think it's always going to be something in the mind of a person. Okay, so let's get to like, the, what's the core of what you're saying from your perspective of self-care? So, so my perspective of self-care is like, I don't want to have self-care for you. I want to have self-care for me. Okay, so what does that look like in the context of, of so for me, like, making sure that a person to survive in the relationship, um, what does that look like? Well, I think for me, it's just making sure that, like, I'm comfortable. That's what self-care looks like for me. Like, I'm taking care of myself. Like, I'm taking care of my mind, my spirit, my body. Like, I'm mindful of, like, taking care of, of me, period. Whatever that, you know what I'm saying? In just all those aspects. And not necessarily doing it for you. Right. And I think that's where... Which is we, why it's self-care. Exactly. <laughs> and I think... That's that it can easily turn into a trap where the other person is like, oh, I want you to do these things for me. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, it's self-care. I'm doing these things for myself. You know what I'm saying? But I think there are things that we can do for one another. It's like, oh, you know, like, oh, you know, my husband likes when I put on this dress. I don't think it's anything wrong with that. But I wouldn't necessarily like. It shouldn't make or break the relationship. It shouldn't, you know, and I think oftentimes it does. And I, I don't think that's where that's where. I don't think that's where love grows out of. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a give and take. It's it's a matter of, okay, well, I know my husband likes this, but also if my wife doesn't wear that, it's fine. I still love her. You know what I'm saying? The, the love isn't going go anywhere. The, and I think, the thing that, <laughs> I think the thing that helped us in our relationship, because I think men, you know, men can be petty like that. Like we can be petty, especially on the surface level, especially on a level of you know what's visually stimulating and appealing to us. Like we can be petty like that, you know? And, and I think I, we I had a breakthrough like this year on that. Huh? I think we. I oh, felt like oh we yeah, had that's a, what I'm about to get to. Yeah. You know, and I think I'm speaking for a majority of men. I think there's some men that they're so holy and pious that they will like deny that that's inside of them. But <laughs> <laughs> I believe that it is, right? And um, and but I think the breakthrough for us was, um, and it's not like I'm just sitting there just walking around angry with my wife because of whatever these things are. Yeah. But I think what started to happen this year is our communication grew and so what yeah. came out of us growing in communication was we revisited some older conversations and in the revisiting of those conversations what came out of it was that you were able to articulate to me what it was that you that made you uncomfortable you can share things. it well i don't i don't even want to i think that's that's it you know i don't know what you're like i don't know what you mean. well you know dresses and heels and things of oh, that nature yeah, right because yeah. i think at the time it was like, I, don't, I just i'm not comfortable da, 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 da. and i think it was a lot deeper yeah you know it was a lot deeper it, go, it went into how you felt other men were looking at you when you wore those things and um and regardless of what i might think about that that was something that you grew up with in life and so regardless of where we were in our relationship mm-hmm. you came to the relationship this is going to be a topic in an episode in itself but you you come to the relationship with all of the history with all of the past experiences absolutely and you yeah. bring that so that's the starting point of the relationship is that and, is and so you, true and you don't know what all that stuff is we'll get into the episode that about that so true. but that was one of those things for you that you yeah. brought into the relationship you had never even really unpacked for yourself so how could you possibly unpack it for me you know, and it did take time and it did take years yeah. and, I, and it did take, you know, um, your pursuit of 
um, understanding yourself and your and own personal self-care to mm-hmm. when you finally were able to say, oh, you know what? I'm realizing now that when I was saying this, this is why I was saying those things. Mm. When I was saying I didn't want to, you know, dress certain ways anymore, or did, like, you know, this is why that, that was happening. And what happened for me is, because I kind of let go of all that stuff, still wanted it, but I let it go. Yeah. It changed for me on the, on the inside. It became more of, oh, wow, like, I, I found I felt like I had a new piece of you that I never had. Yeah, and I, I was going to say and those things felt... didn't didn't really really matter, but now they really don't matter. It's like okay, whoa, I get it. Mm. Right? I, it was it was hard for me to say because it was like it was also being a little vulnerable in a way that I wasn't. Of course, we were like Mary Freeze, like oh, you're not vulnerable, but I didn't know that about myself. It was hard to. It was a new level of vulnerability for me to be like, oh, wow, I'm self, I'm being aware. I'm having a self-awareness of this is what the issue is and that, and this is different for all women. And I think that's fair to say, like, not all women are the same. There are some women who just love to wear heels and dress like that's just like they can't leave the house without makeup. Like that's just just who they are. Uh, But for me, I those are negative experiences for me. And I didn't I didn't want you as my husband looking at me that way because right. it reminded me of those negative experiences with other men and so and, and when you shared that with me it was like oh you I, were like, I'll never ask you again for the first time like years like we've been having this conversation for years and for the first time you were like oh like I get it and for you to have heard me and received it and say oh well it not, it's not necessarily anything with like my personal self care you know what I'm saying it's just like how I am it was actually self care for me to be able to say that to you that that made me uncomfortable yes, i was gonna say that yeah i'll, I'll say the same thing like yeah. the, part of the self-care is a self-awareness absolutely it's being aware of of and understanding okay i'm feeling certain things and i'm doing certain things mm-hmm. but digging deeper to say to find out and you might not find out in a thought moment like yeah. oh this is happening let me find out right now why <laughs> i'm doing it like <laughs> you know what i mean i'm I'm really angry right now. Mm. Let me find out where this anger began in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, no, no, it doesn't happen overnight. But there is self. I believe that the self care is knowing yourself absolutely in other ways. So we talk about passions, but also knowing yourself in other ways where you understand when you're depressed and what mm-hmm. are the things that take you there. You understand when you get stressed out. What are the things that absolutely. take you there? You understand when you're overwhelmed. What are the things that take you there? You understand when you are fearful, when you're uncomfortable. Why? And understanding the reasons why and being able to put into words and articulate and even articulate for your partner. And I know it's a vulnerable thing. That's what I'm saying. It's going to come back to communication. It's a vulner- it comes all the way back to number That's why yep, communication is the first thing. One. You can't survive without the... Because you'll be experiencing it. Mm-hmm. And if you... And, and, okay, so in your dating relationship, you know, and I know some people go start living together and things. We don't recommend that at all. But some of it does apply to that. But definitely when you get married. Yeah. When you're married and you're living together and you're with each other often... You're experiencing it and thinking that it's just you mm. and you're just getting through it. But understand, it's impacting the whole relationship. Absolutely. The whole family, whether you know it or not, whether people are saying it or not. It's happening because we believe that spiritually, when two people get married, the two really do become one. And so mm-hmm. what is happening with the one is impacting the other, whether you can recognize it or not. Absolutely. And so it's so critical that... One, you're able to speak to yourself and say, hey, this is what's happening and why or going on a journey and maybe it's therapy and things of that nature, counseling, where you're finding out why. Mm -hmm. But as you find out why, communicating with the other person because they need to to know just as you know, because you are one. Absolutely. You are one when when you get married. Now you're dating. Listen, I think you want to protect yourself a little bit, but you also want to start to prepare yourself for marriage. So I do think in the dating season, you want to take some smaller risks that you know, places the vulnerability, see how a person responds because you don't want to, you don't want to not share anything vulnerable ever <laughs> dating. And then you start sharing these things when you get married. Cause you kind of have to, well, you don't have to, but it's, you realize that that life is better when you do. Yeah. But then you realize that you're with somebody who can't handle that. Mm-hmm. 
And I don't think it's ground is is not grounds for divorce unless it's something like a, it's going to just take time. A disastrous or or a toxic response is coming out of it, and I definitely think there's probably ways for that to be even be impacted. Mm-hmm. But it can be scary, yeah. Because now you're like, oh, I'm stuck with this person, and and whatever may come from that person may be scary, and may feel uncomfortable, and may you know, yeah, make may because you're being vulnerable, it may make you even feel unsafe. And I'm not just talking about unsafe in a physical way, like. Oh, like violence is going to happen emotionally. Emotionally, unsafe. that's like very important, especially to especially to women, be feeling emotionally safe, um, to be able to have certain conversations. Yeah. And I think like I, I'm happy you just kind of wrap that all up together because it absolutely goes into self care. I think sometimes people think self care is just all about the physical and what you're doing to your body, yeah. but it's all encompassing in mental, spiritual, all those things, mind, body, and spirit. Exactly, and being able to turn around and communicate what's happening to you so you and your significant other whoever can continue to make informed decisions best decisions to continue to grow the relationship it all goes together and so um like that that's awesome it could be as simple as hey well you used to work out when you know you was always exercising when before we got married and we got married <laughs> now you just sit on the couch and eat all the time <laughs> you know and maybe 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 you don't feel like exercising and maybe but but have the conversation and be able exactly. to say like you know what you know what? The reason why I don't exercise yeah. is because I feel very. We have four kids. Yeah, we have four. You know, just whatever <laughs> that thing is. I feel I have, I have four kids, or I feel very self conscious about my body when yeah. I go to the gym, and exactly. just whatever that is. Like, don't lead with the jerky comment. You used to. Oh, just don't. Yeah, don't yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't do this. You'll sit there and think about it. You got an argument. You sometimes you can't. You can't handle how it comes to you, but you can always handle how you respond. Absolutely. And. If you're feeling these things on the, on the flip side, if you're feeling these things, be mindful about how you're communicating. Absolutely. Especially when you're frustrated about it. You've probably been mulling over it for <laughs> some time, maybe even years. Coming up you with just, your examples and your argument, how are you going to finally say and it? And you're just dying to get it out. <laughs> but you want to take time to be mindful that um, how your mate is impacted by your words and this conversation and that conversation it's going to impact your marriage mm. and treat them as they are you. It goes back to communication. Treat maybe. your, when you get married, let's say you're dating, you're practicing, or you get married, treat mm. that other person. And this is actually, this that's is how we're we all around. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's scripture right there. Yeah. You know, <laughs> love thy neighbor as thyself. You know what I'm saying? So love yourself and then love your neighbor like yourself. Mm. But you got to love yourself first. And so you got to care for yourself and know how to care for yourself and know... Honoring the space. And then self-care. loving the other person the same way as as, as you would Absolutely. like to be treated. And, and you know, and, and just... But in a marriage, this is my point, and then we'll end here. Understand that how you... what In what you do and what you say, you may not think it hurts you because you're just getting it off your chest. Mm. But because the two of you are one, what hurts the other person, you're... In essence, whether you feel it directly or not, you're hurting yourself. Mm. All right, that's enough of a dramatic. <laughs> this has been I a was fun having episode. a moment like, why is he stopping and staring at me like I that? I want people to get it. I want people to get it. That was just, you know, <laughs> you're funny. This has been this has been an awesome conversation. This has been you know, and I think these are two things. So five things just to recap: uh, communication. Quality time, common ground, find your space, and take care of thyself. Those are the things that will keep your relationship surviving at the core. Many other things we could talk about. These are not the only five things. Many, many more things we could talk about. This whole podcast, every episode is relationship survival. So take them, listen to them, digest them, and share them with a friend and subscribe and keep getting them. They come out right now every monday so uh we look forward to chatting with you give us comments leave a rating those are so critically important to us growing uh this podcast and growing this base and it helps us to continue doing what we're doing so we love you guys and until the next episode talk to you later bye